0: Oh my god that or that or looks stupid so I, I didn't have a choice no it doesn't look stupid it's just that you were finally you were finally growing into it
1: no no no. it was i wanted to keep the beard but yeah. it had kept it like with the thing i shaved by accident yeah it there's there was no way to salvage it was yeah, i had you, to start clean slate you could have kept the mustache we could have done november no no why no, okay. I, I hate the stash. I hate the stash. Why? I hate it. I hate it. How, how do I say this? And <clears throat> I don't say this just to be mean. This is just an opinion that I have. Okay. I hate the Mexican stash. You know, you, you know the... First... How do you expect
0: me to not be offended by that? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. In, In what universe, universe was I not going to be hurt by that? No,
1: no, like, you know the stash that every, like, 15-year-old Hispanic boy has to pass off as like a mustache, the little peach fuzz that they all get. I fucking yeah. hate that. I hate that with a passion, on my few. So I will never allow myself to only have a mustache. No, Mm-mm.
0: no, you could have had one. You could you could have bleached it, and you could have been uh you could have been a uh, fucking uh, Hulk Hogan. Like we we could have been that.
1: No, no, dude, you know all the bad shit about Hulk Hogan. You know this.
0: Yeah. That, that's what that's what was gonna be fun about it um i have a I, I had something that i needed to talk to you about okay um did you hear did you hear about the leak
1: is this the bit yes okay all right um you can include all that like that was, okay. that was gold too but, um, okay what,
0: what what leak the fighting game Oh, Warner Brothers fighting game. Yes. Did actually. you hear about the Warner Brothers fighting game? Did you saw the character select screen? No. Okay. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay.
1: Okay. Send it to me right now. I'm, I'm logging into to our piece of shit messenger as we speak.
0: Yeah. Give me, give me a second. Uh, it's just that I have to send it to you because I have it on Twitter. Um, so for context, uh, we all know Super Smash Brothers and Super Smash Bros was so popular, especially the last one, that I think it's it's doing this thing where like it's kind of creating like its own genre again. Like there's, there's gonna be a lot of like fighting games like that. Uh, and Nickelodeon just, just, just put out one, uh, which is actually not bad. But apparently Warner Bros is planning on one, and here is the roster. I just sent it to you. It's not complete, but it's so far like what's been leaked.
1: Oh, Okay. Okay. Let's see.
0: There it is. It's been sent. All right, let, so,
1: all right, folks. We're gonna, we're gonna go over this roster one by one, okay? The
0: first one is an uh, original character, so you can ignore that one. But the rest are, yeah. Is that Steven Universe? That is Steven Universe. Yeah. So as you remember, Warner Brothers uh, and HBO own Cartoon Network. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's clearly Batman, Harley Quinn, far part for the course. Adventure Time. That's different. Yeah. Okay, Shaggy. Okay, I love how they're leading into it. Yeah. Tom and Jerry. Okay. Bugs. Rick. Gandalf. Superman and Wonder Woman. Okay. All right. I like this roster. I like this team. Yeah. I wonder who else they're gonna include, though. Because I mean that, that's not a big enough roster. But like I heard like they're gonna include Neil, if I'm not mistaken, also. Apparently. I wouldn't be surprised, and that would be like a good idea. Godzilla and King
0: Kong need to be there. Of course.
1: That's true. Oh, Godzilla will be my go-to. I make it my go-to.
0: Yeah. So, I thought this was gonna like make your brain explode. Like I was concerned, like that, that you were gonna be okay when you saw this. Like
1: uh, I'll, I'll it be hasn't honestly, been. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Honestly, I've seen like headlines about it. I just I never looked into it. Like I didn't know if it was legit or not. So I was like, ah, I'm gonna wait. But apparently, it, according to it, it's legit. Like it's legitimate. It's a
0: leak it hasn't been like confirmed confirmed yet I'm guessing when it gets like confirmed we're gonna get like a trailer or or like a full uh, a fuller roster but mm-hmm. yeah so far this is this is a thing that you know it's gonna let us you know dream for a bit because Super Smash just got completed like they just added their last character so now mm-hmm. we have nothing to theorize about that so. Yeah.
1: Why don't they just continuously add new characters every like couple weeks or months?
0: Because they, uh, they they said from the start, like, okay, everyone that has ever been on Smash is coming back. They added, like, 10 or 11 new characters, and then they said, we're going to add another five as DLC. And then after those five were announced, they were like, oh, we're adding another six. And then after that, that will be it. So... Yeah.
1: what but why why don't they go down the gta route of like just keep throwing bones out there that were people to keep buying
0: i'm guessing because the people that are working on the team also want to break <laughs> like i'm guessing that too so i don't know it's been a, it, it, it was a fun couple of years of just like every couple of months getting a new character and then now it's just it's been completed i mean so when's the next Smash coming out then i think they could milk this one for like another five to six years i think they don't need to release a new one for like a good while. So. Oh,
1: man. But see, w, WB has so much properties though. Like, dude, they could add, Ed, I know this is stupid, but they could add Ed, Ed and Eddie, the Grim the Grim Adventures, Billy Mandy. Fucking Neo. You know, obviously they could add, they, they have so much. Godzilla and Kong, as you said, like I'm. There's no, there's no Harry Potter here. Where are they? I think he'll be added on eventually. Yeah. There's so much possibility here. You know, I think I look at this roster and I'm like, this is a great start. Yeah, but this better be a fucking start. This better not be like, take what you can get. I expect mountains. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's another thing. The Iron Giants. Those are owned by
0: Nickelodeon, though.
1: But no, but aren't they also owned by Warner Bros? How do they do the cross-platforming with uh, with uh, Ready Player One? I have no idea. Unless WB owns the licensing for them. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure if Nickelodeon is owned by WB or if Nick is owned by... Uh... No, Nick is owned by Viacom. By Viacom? Is that with yeah. TNT? By, like, Turner? That's with uh,
0: Paramount. That's with uh, Comedy Central. Like, those th- those are their own, like, group. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. fuck
1: it. I mean, I, their roster has to be able to expand. I know for sure TMNT is with the Warner Brothers. I know that. The thing is that when the
0: Nickelodeon fighting game came out, mm-hmm. uh, two turtles were in that one, so that's why I had like a concern.
1: You, you can yeah. they can split custody. They get two, we get two. All right. I so. demand. I demand Leonardo and Raph.
0: Those were the ones that were
1: in the other one. So. Well, oh, fuck getting, them then.
0: You're getting Mikey and Donnie, and you'll be happy about it. Donnie's uh, the purple, right? Yeah.
1: Hmm. No one likes the purple one. You'll you you'll will you get
0: splinter and you'll be happy
1: about it. Give me give me shredder. Give me give me uh power rangers green ranger shredder and I'll take it. Did you know that was a thing?
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, fair.
0: Okay. Um, um. So yeah. So when this came out, when this game comes out, we're we're, we're gonna play it. Like we're, we're gonna play going it and we're gonna stream it. Yeah, and we're gonna. Okay, that it. can
1: be our first stream.
0: Hell yeah. And then your wife is gonna come in and kick both of our asses at it because she's a true gamer
1: she'll probably take it to you when it comes to to fucking smash brothers yeah it's it's so funny
0: because like i own smash i play it super often but then like cousins will come over that don't have video games and they'll just kick my ass at it and i'll be like when did you practice this
1: i mean it's entirely possible that wasn't on purpose
0: no maybe i just suck we'll see
1: it, it, it can't be you, Chema. It has to be everyone else. That's the problem. Sure. That's,
0: that's exactly what my therapist told me to not believe. <laughs> oh. Speaking of therapists, belief and mustaches,
1: Ted Lasso. Us, you mean You mean lead tasso? Thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. I'm Ted, and I'm Lasso, and this, and this is, is the, the rollback.
0: rollback. So, oh. so are p- we the- talking about just the season two, or are we talking about the whole
1: show? I think, I think season two was too good for us not to talk about it in its own right. Honestly. Okay. All right. Um, so we, we, we can do some throwbacks to season one, but I think we need to talk about a lot of the story development in season two. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Ted Lasso show on Apple TV plus is pretty much their flagship show. It just won a shit ton of Emmys. It's won a shit ton of golden globes. It's making Sudeikis into like a worldwide star. And I hate to say this, but they're right. <laughs> this is like the best show on TV right now. Like it's funny. It's heartwarming. It's kind. It leaves you with a really good feeling and it's it's got everything really like this is my go-to show for like it's become my go-to show to like watch and rewatch over and over and i'm I, i've been sharing it with like everyone i know and i haven't i don't know anyone that hasn't seen it that hasn't liked it mm-hmm. so this might be like the show right now okay um i love it and the second season i think I, I exponentially made the show even better what do you think?
1: I mean, I think season two took all the moving parts of season one and just built on it so beautifully, which is something I think a lot of shows fuck up, that they try to, like, build or move their characters forward. And a lot of shows just, like, don't click or it feels forced and it doesn't feel organic. But this show did, it every, did everything, and I did it right. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like they take the cliches and then they just take them out of the water. Like, can I give one kind of weird example? Yeah, totally. Do you remember that part uh, where, uh, in the first couple of episodes, Keely sees that Jamie's on some show, and then uh, Roy walks in on her in a private moment? Me and Nikki were both worried, oh, fuck, she's watching Jamie. Yeah. And no, it turns out she was watching Roy cry, which is... It, it's like <laughs> You've subversion. never seen that. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't. No, but it's like a weird subversion, but like also it's the perfect thing to do like they're yeah. changing up the cliches that you would expect in a great way though in a great way
0: absolutely i think uh the show succeeds in painting this picture of uh a very folksy character and a very in a very interesting it's literally a fish out of water story and yeah it does subverts a lot of a, a lot of expectations this is, uh, I feel like every time the, the, they're going to land something and it's going to be expected, they always like pull the rug out. Like they, they, they flip it completely and they make me care and they make me want to keep coming back to this show because every Friday there was a new episode and I was there every Friday just to like, you know, because I couldn't get enough of the show and I couldn't get enough of these characters and, um, mm-hmm. Hell, we could spend just a whole a whole 40 minutes just on Roy, but like there's there's a lot of moving parts in this and like the way that they evolve the characters is great because for example in the first season, I think we all hated Jamie. Like Jamie was like the worst. But yeah. the way that they humanized him by the end of the season, I didn't hate him. I understood where he was coming from. I understood the pressure that, that, that he had. And by the end of the second season, he was one of my favorite characters. He had evolved so so well. And he he had accepted, he learned to accept the parts of him that need to change and the parts of him that need to come out at certain times. And hell, I- even the ending, the, there was like a little bit of a curveball when, when he goes to the in the funeral and he goes to tell killer that he still loves her. But then he goes, he goes like no, I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that, and like I'm, I'm not expecting anything, and this will pass, and everything. Like I like that.
1: He he it was he was very open about his fuck ups and his mistakes all throughout.
0: Yeah, and because by the end of the first season, like we're in a certain spot, and the introduction of Dr. Sharon, who's the who's the sports psychologist that, that they bring in, what a great character! Like she really comes in to just like flip everything around, and even Ted who we're supposed to like and were cheering for him like it shows that he's not a saint that he's not perfect that he also has some shit that he needs to work on and she helps him and he also helps her and uh it, it really like rejuvenized the show like it really helped to keep it fresh again
1: um you mentioned a few things uh the, the development of all the characters you mentioned roy and ted yeah. you know uh ted to the best of my knowledge he's only ever used the word fuck i believe twice and both times it was with the doctor yeah ted has never dropped that kind of language even when i expect him to he hasn't you know um yeah. his his aversion to therapy he does not want to do it he he doesn't feel comfortable but eventually he he reach he finally does reach out and he talks about the tough moments in his life stuff that you didn't expect stuff that makes sense you know yeah during the first season i wondered how the fuck is this guy so positive? Like, I appreciate it, but how? But then the the old story rings true. The people who are the happiest typically are the people that have been the saddest at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those things. It, it, it's, it explains a lot. It's perfect. They dive into some subjects a lot of shows aren't willing to dive into. Ted and Beard. Uh, do you remember? That there was one episode with that complete, Excuse me, uh, centered completely around Beard. And mm-hmm. at one point, like the, the match that he's watching, the, the commentators is saying, Oh, what are you going to go kill yourself now? Like, yeah. Like, they, they got real with some of those things, rightfully so, stuff that needs to be talked about. But nonetheless, it was impressive and it was tastefully done, I think. Uh, trying to be welcoming, trying to be uh, inclusive, but not. What's what I'm looking for? They weren't exploiting it but they were talking about a major issue,
0: major issues in general. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, you have to be like a very, you have to be very specific with this, but you also have to be fearless to like touch on these subjects. And what I really like about Ted and what I love about that performance and that character is that, you know, he has his reasons to distrust, uh, you know, therapy when, when, like the only time where I've been is when I went to a couples counseling and by the time I got her, the psychologist already hated me, like because she knew like, the version that my wife was saying. And there's an episode where like he just go, goes back and forth with, 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 the, with the therapist, and when he comes back, she goes like, "Oh, you came back." And he goes, "Yeah, I don't quit things." <laughs> like he doesn't want to, but he knows that that's the right thing to do, so he will do it. Yeah, and he and, and, and he he will say one sentence, and then she'll answer, and then he'll just leave. But then he'll come back again. And he'll just be like, "Yep, nope, I don't quit things. I'm, I'm back here." And, I
1: I don't have it in me to stop.
0: Yeah, like I can't I can't do that. Which is why you know that rings back to like in the first season when his wife and him are getting a divorce, and he says like, "I promise I would never quit." And she goes like, "No, you're not quitting. You're you're just letting go, and that's okay. Like that's." That's something that he also needs to learn. One of the best moments in the first season is when he and Beard are talking, like it's close to the end of the season and he goes like, well, you know, we lose, you know, we, 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 that's not how we measure things. And Beard explodes at him and goes like, damn it, it is. Because if we lose, we get relegated. And these this, this, this kid's lives get ruined. And there are consequences to this. Like we can't lose. Mm-hmm. And we want to win. And that I think specifically because Ted is shown as like this person that comes in and swoops everyone with his charm and makes them like him. And he's so positive and he changes everything around them. And that's great, but he's also not perfect. And mm-hmm. that is good. That is a good way to present this character. And God, like the second season just made it better.
1: Um, we talked a little bit about Jamie and a bit about Ted. I want to talk about uh, two characters, or I, I guess a couple characters, but there's another character I really want to touch on. Fucking Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's there, he's there every, he's fucking, every where. fucking where. Roy, Roy Kent. Kent. Roy, Roy Kent. Kent. Yeah. Kent. I fucking loved him. He gave me <laughs> three. God, there were about three different times where I broke down laughing to a point where I was in tears. Uh, I think the best one is when he talks about Jamie. And they ask him, how do you feel about your teammate going back? And uh, Roy says, and I'll try to say," prick prick. your face. He's uh, a prick. <clears throat> Jamie's a Muppet. I hope he dies of the incurable disease of being a little bitch. That's a really good Roy Kent depression. That's not bad. Thank you. I try. No, it's like I, I fucking love Roy Kent. Like he's
0: yeah. –
1: Oh, man, he was awesome. Um, I wish we would have seen more moments of him with those sports guys because they actually – they were hilarious with each other. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell us how you really feel. You're a shit manager. Not me. not about a your manager.
0: <laughs> You're a shit manager. The, um, <laughs> I, I'm surprised – I, I want to see that full press conference when he retires – why so haven't they released crying? the whole thing? I want to see that. They should release that. <laughs> I, don't like, think, uh, I don't think they can. I don't think they can make it. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> I would love to. Did, did, did you saw his acceptance speech at the Emmys? No. So, so he won for best supporting actor, and like he stood up, he he, he picked up the trophy, and he went. Uh, they asked me to not swear, when I was giving this speech, so. This is gonna be real short. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? He said this is real yeah. fucking short. He's he like, this is gonna be real fucking short. <laughs> and uh yeah, um, oh, I fucking love Rocket. Like, I really like him in the first season, and I feel like they gave him a lot of opportunities to shine in several different windows in this in the second season. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, he was great as a sports commentator. But I really liked him in like the first episode when he's the coach of like the little girls team. <laughs> yes, like, he was
1: fucking great. Like, like, except for you, except for you, Mary, you really put your body out there for the team. Always, coach, coach. Yes,
0: like that was great. Um, but but hell, also the scenes when he's just there with like his 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 knees. Uh, and like they're walking around, and like he's niece, his niece is like I, it's like Uncle Roy. Can we go get ice cream? And he goes like, No, that's dumb. And she goes like, Okay, thank you for helping me set healthy boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> She's an uncharacteristically great. cute kid, though. She's fucking great, and like she really brings out the
1: best in him. And uh, yeah, what's up? What else? No, I was gonna say, I'm sorry. No, just the part where she breathes on him with like the dental, ep- the Christmas episode. <laughs> and he, he just looked dying. at it <laughs> like, you see one of his eyes just like rolled to the back of his head he's just like I can't I fucking can't <laughs> oh man no <laughs> oh my oh. god so Roy no, can't that's good. And, and
0: I I feel like uh look I really like him in the first season I, I think they, they, they gave him a lot of chance to like evolve and like come out of his shell and everything I feel like a good chunk of the second season was spent on hey, look at Roy Kent. He's he's perfect. Look at fucking Roy Kent. Hey, hey, look at him. Look at him. He's the perfect man. Look at him. Like I feel like the show was really focused on hey, look at Roy Kent. Isn't he isn't he the isn't he the best? I I had a road trip, a 2-hour road trip with a friend of mine And during the two hours, we only talked about Ted Lasso. And there was a point where, like, she said, she said, man, I fucking love Roy Kent. And I I was like, okay, that that makes sense. You know, we all love Roy Kent. And then she she, she was like, I was watching it with my boyfriend. And I was like, man, I I, I fucking love Roy Kent. And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that in front of your boyfriend? Like, that's mean. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, like why why would you? But 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 anyway. So so yeah, Roy Kent is is great, and hell, even seeing moments where we, where and then seeing him as a coach is also great. Like because uh, he, he's petty, but he's also like very funny. So I don't know. He he really is like one of the standout characters on show. the show. Did you saw the, the the theory that he might be fake? No, what the fuck? There's like an ongoing theory that he's not real, that he's CGI. what yeah just uh look 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 it up when, whenever you can but there's like a theory that said like he's not real he's cgi because he's his facial hair is too perfect he's he i don't know something there was there's like theories that he's not like a real person that he's made by a computer um he's too perfect of a man no they're, no they're, they're just like oh he's he's cgi that's, that's what it is and they they use the facial hair as an example um, what was the other character you wanted to talk about besides Roy Kent? Uh, if you say Nate, I'm going to hit you because that's going to take another hour.
1: The, <clears throat> the little bastard that is Nate. Oh my God. What a, what a heel turn, dude. What that, a heel turn. You you know, me and Nikki noticed a few things and I want to see uh, what, what your opinion is of them. Yeah. Uh, did you notice the seed the the show? Because we noticed this on the second watch. The first episode opens with Nate's eyes. And yeah, you're and, it, looking, and then the show ends with you going into his eyes.
0: Yeah, um, I did notice that. Yeah.
1: Also, his so when Roy goes to coach for the first time, he's wearing an all black suit, like almost like an, a metamorphosis that he's transitioning into this into this role into this new thing, like almost like a you know in that way. Yeah. What's the fucking suit that Jamie wears when he goes off on Ted leaves and goes on to become an asshole coach black suit. Yeah. Maybe that maybe we're reading too much into it, but there are some similarities there. No, I
0: feel like that's on purpose. I feel like the, the, the same thing with his hair. Like, I don't know where he just starts getting gray hair and like by the end, it's it's a fucking wig. And I feel like that's on purpose because they want him to, if he's changing emotionally, he should change physically. Yeah, and I kind of think that they're, they're making him look like Jose Mourinho, like that's like on purpose, like, like, like a fucking. Bond Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho is like a, it's a, it's a football coach in the UK, and he's known for being like a <laughs> super, like, angry, uh, uh, coach, and like he, he looks and talks like a Bond villain, and uh, and, and yeah, he, he's not my like, have. Have you ever seen the meme of like, of like a guy who's like, is like grossed out and taking off his headphones and just like. Yeah. Have you you've seen that that's yeah. him yeah really yeah yeah what that's him. mean yeah so mm. but 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 he's like one of the hardest like toughest nail coaches that that exists so i feel like they're, they're doing that on purpose to like make him look like him um yeah so yeah nate you know you start the first season and he's like one of the most one of those characters that you like, you want to adopt, like you fall in love with them, like right from the start. And then by the end, he's like the biggest, the, the biggest asshole of like, of the whole show. And one of the great things is that if you rewatch the first season, that guy was showing signs of microaggression from the very start. So this heel turn does not feel as surprising. It feels like it's been building up and that's good.
1: You know what was the what was the scene that made me love him the first time, the very first episode I ever saw him, was when he, uh, when Beard and Ted were watching the players and the the reporters coming. Um, what the fuck's his name? Something from the. Independent. Krim,
0: the Independent.
1: Yes, thank you. The yeah, that that Crim, the Independent. Uh, and you hear him say, "I think I found another poo." Like, <laughs> yes. Like, like, I, I, I love so box. big. Yeah. <laughs> just, they're, getting bigger every, they're getting bigger every time I see. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, I love Nate. I, so yes. wait. So point out to me real quick. What are some times that he's microaggressive in the first season? I don't remember that. I believe you, I just don't remember. Okay.
0: What is the first thing that we see him do the first time that he appears? Oh, get off the pitch. That's the first. Next, uh, remember when he when when he gets promoted? But for a second, he thinks that he's been fired.
1: I don't remember it. No, I don't. He,
0: he immediately goes off on, on, on Rebecca. Like, like, like he sees the new kit, man. And then Rebecca walks in and he goes like, you fucking bitch, you fired me. And then everyone goes like, like what? What are you talking about? Like, this is your new contract. Like, yeah. Like, that guy was <laughs> building up on, like, microaggressions, like, from the start. Uh, like like he was one bad day away from like having power and abusing that power
1: oh my god I did not notice that at all dude rewatch the first season there's like a ton of little moments like that dude, there's I, don't, a- I didn't know no I did though that's the thing I actually yeah. when, when we were talking about reviewing this I rewatched seasons 1 and 2 that's when I noticed all those things about Roy with the black suit and they with the black suit and the eyes yeah. and shit but, dude, I did not notice, like, the, that microaggression at all.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Like, And the first scene is, like, full of little scenes that, that are, like, this close to making him explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the scene in, like, the Christmas episode where, like, he gives Ted up a frame picture of the, two, of the two of them and Beard. And like, he signs it on top of Beard. Like, right from the get-go, he's, he's like, I'll, I, I'm going to be your number two. Like, I don't care who needs to go. That's and- fucking true. And like the evolution of of, of Nate is is also also comes up on the, on the fact that people don't see him as a threat, so he wants to make himself like the threat, like uh, like he tries to he tries to make a move on Keeley and Roy and Roy is is like. It's okay. I forgive you. It's fine because Don't he worry, doesn't kid. see him as a threat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he Don't gets worry, upset kid. at that. You're yeah. good. Don't worry, kid. <laughs> and he gets upset at that because he's like, "What do you mean? I'm not a threat?
1: I'm a man." <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the husband of a teacher and a fourth grader. The fourth grader is like, "I'm sorry, I kissed you know, Miss Whatever," and the dad and the husband's like, "Don't worry about a kid. You're ten. It happens." Like it- that's it. <laughs> It, I I think okay. Look, there's some weird instances at my school. I don't want to talk about it. it wasn't me. It was not me. I used to I, I used I to work as a teacher. Now I'm concerned. Like, oh God, no, no. There was this weird ass <laughs> kid. What was his name? Fucking.
0: I don't want to talk about this. Okay, <laughs> okay. The fact is, the kid got what he deserved. I'm gonna just say that. Oh All my right. God. Okay. So.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so fourteen-year-old. <laughs>
0: So Nate, so it looks like he's gonna be like the biggest main antagonist in season three. And uh we can we can expect that. Um yeah, um he, what else do you want to say about Nate? Yeah,
1: he um uh, like you're right, little moments of outburst, but do you think like I was expecting Ted to blow up on him at some point, and I, fair enough, like Ted didn't, but I kind of want that to happen at some fucking point, yeah. Like, like I understand a lot of the moments where Ted has had to keep his cool and be the better person or whatnot. Even with Nate, he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't give you enough credit. Like we'll, I'll work on it. I'm sorry. And that just pisses Nate off even more. Like, fuck you. Get mad at me. He's like, no kid. Like, I'm sorry. Like Ted's such a good person that it pisses Nate off on a, almost a cellular level. Um, Man. I just, I really hope, I hope there's a moment where Ted goes off on him. Beard was also uh, checking Nate a lot throughout the season, noticing, hey, fuck you doing? Especially when he abuses that kid. I thought Nate was going to redeem himself because he was bullying the kid for the first like six episodes. The new kit man. Up until the point where they give him the Wonder Kid, Wunderkin jersey, yeah. I thought, you know what? He worked on it. Okay, cool. We're done with this arc. And then when the episode ends with him going in there and saying, don't you ever fucking embarrass me like that again?
0: Yeah. I'm like, ah, he is gonna be a bad. Yeah, fan. no, he's he he's gone off the deep end by that point. Th-
1: that well, that was the moment that told me, okay, there's no coming back
0: from this. Like, yeah, no, he's completely giving himself to the dark side. Yeah, yeah, and um, you mentioned Beard. I want to talk about Beard. Beard is like, please, Beard is so good. Like, and, and like he gets to shine so much more in this in the in the in season. I saw so somebody on the on the subreddit which up uh, shout out to the ted lasso subreddit and discord they're they're fucking great and they were really cool to like engage in like conversation on that and somebody had this theory that like uh hey so imagine this in my in my this is how i imagine th- they they pitched the show like ted lasso is superman without the powers like he's just a genuinely nice guy and he spreads kindness to like everyone that that meets him so what so what's coach beard coach beard is his batman like he's he his dark side but that also but but, but that has these walls that that, that that he's built around and he gets a moment in season two where he gets to pull like the the he turns around and he's not there anymore like oh yeah like that was so good that was so that was such like and the fact that they didn't explain it is such a beard move that like oh makes it so much better like he he's a, he's like the creed in the office like he has a couple of lines per episode but they're always great lines. And uh, like one, one of my favorites is like uh, there's an episode where like they, they meet Rebecca's mom because it was like she shows up and uh, and uh, he uh, like Tad just says like oh I'm go- I'm gonna go get dinner with the, with with uh, Rebecca and her mom I love meeting people's moms it's like it's it's like a it's like a map to see why they're nuts and then ah. he turns to Beard it's like how's Mrs. Beard by the way and he goes full on quenon. <laughs> <laughs> like just full-on Queen. and then like it's there's like, there's like the scene where like where like where like they go like hey ted do you have do you have lunch plans and he goes like yeah beard and i are having like like uh like we do like secret sandwich like change and he goes like i made you a blt i made you one as well oh like like i love their their relationship i love how they work together they have such great chemistry they and, do uh I love it. Like, I and I don't know, something really odd, but like, I really like that they always refer to each other as coach. I don't know why. There's, there's, there's like a camaraderie there that like is really hard to nail. And I really like how it works. Well, okay. Like everyone needs a beard in their lives. Like it's just, it, it just
1: works. Well, quick cool, cool question. Cause you, I think you knew more about this character than I did. He's based, Ted Lasso made him for like some commercials for NBC for a while back, right? So cool. like in 2012,
0: yeah, uh, like,
1: back, uh,
0: Yeah, like in in, in 2012, uh, NBC I think, uh, MBC M- got the right to play to uh, show the Premier Cup, which is a uh, which is a uh, which is a football cup in you know in in London, and to promote it in the in the in the states, they, they said, hey, let's create like a character, let's get to he's in a Saturday night nightlife, let's make him create like a random character of a. Of a football coach who's going to to coach soccer, and it, it'll be for a joke, it'll be for a bit, but NBC kept the rights to. Do, do, do you want to stop for a second? No, nope, we're good.
1: Okay, so handoff has uh, been done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever it is that was happening, it better not be. It was just a charger. Okay, good. So. <laughs> i thought it was your dogs again okay so so <laughs> you were trying so hard not to break too <laughs> so anyway so sudekis so was on saturday night live and they, they were like hey just help us like create like a character to like promote the, the Premier league and that and if you see the original sketches uh they're funny a, lo- a lot of the original jokes that they, that they made ended up on the show but Ted Lasso was that, – the that Ted Lasso in those sketches was not, uh, like, kind or wholesome. He was just a tough-as-nails football coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, so – and that was, like, the joke. But then they evolved that into the show. They brought in Bill Lawrence, who's the crea- creator of Scrubs. And that's where I think a lot of the wholesomeness came in.
1: Was Beard a part of that? Yes. Initially? He was, in the, yeah. he was in the original? Okay, cool. You know what yeah. I think also plays to, Ted's, uh, to Ted Lasso's uh, strengths? The fact that this show, so Scrubs, like, I don't know if you remember, some of the seasons were more than 24 episodes, which that's a lot of fucking comedy to write. Scrubs,
0: um, is, my, Scrubs is like my favorite comedy show of all time, so, like, I know it well.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, like, no, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the seasons were, like, stupidly long, right? Like, 20 episodes yeah. or more? uh 24, yeah. Whereas Ted, I mean, once a year, you know, and for what, 10, 12 episodes? Yeah. I think although the episodes may be shorter or there's fewer of them, the quality is much higher. And also the work on the characters themselves. Well, um, they, they, they have Apple money.
0: So, like, yeah, the budget is, like, higher. That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, also, I want to talk about real quick. I love Rebecca's, uh, like, changing throughout the show, like, to where yeah. she's lonely she wants to meet someone, she meets someone, she's trying to figure out herself what she wants. She's trying to, you know, that the evolution of Rebecca's character from like, you know, the villain, the bitch in the first few episodes of season one to becoming, I'd say, a fan favorite. Cause again, they abandoned that trope. I thought she was gonna be the villain throughout the whole season one. Fuck no, yeah. by like what episode five or six, she's like, she comes clean to Ted, and Ted's like, fuck it, let's keep going.
0: Yeah. Her, she's great, and her friendship with Keely is like precious. It is like it's like it's wonderful. And uh, I, I really like also her other friend, like Sassy, the, 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 the other friend, she's great. The daughter is also great. Um, I don't know, just uh, this show manages to create chemistry out of any combination of characters, and it always nails it. And uh, Rebecca is such a fun character because, like, she's she she was such a bitch in the first season, and uh, but her, her her evolution is, and I think her friendship with Keeley helped. Uh, her her relationship with uh with uh the her assistant uh uh what's his name uh Hawkins Haw- Hawkins yeah yeah he's great too and. Uh, I, I don't know. She's she's just a really good like strong presence in the show, and she manages to have both really good emotional and funny moments. I think yeah. uh, I I just have to say like what her standout moment to me like uh, I'm a fan of a good f bomb, but I think it's really hard to nail those. And there's a scene in the funeral episode where uh, she's she's back she's in the in the back room. And Keely comes in, Sassy comes in, Sassy's daughter comes in, her mom is there. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, it's so sad, you dad died, you know, it's, it's depressing. Who are you banging? And and they go and they go and they're they're like, Oh, you'll never guess. And then and then she and then they're like, Is he tall? And she goes, Yes. And Keely goes, Is it Sam? And then she just turns and like, How the fuck did you know that? But like <laughs> That, that, how the fuck did you know? It's so perfectly executed. That's one of my, the best F-bombs I've heard in my life. Like, uh, that came from the heart. That, uh, how how the fuck did you know that? (laughs) Kills me every single time. I think between that and Mark Wahlberg's F-bomb in Ted 2, those are like my two favorite F-bombs ever. Like, the new new Superman is Jonah Hill. Fuck! (laughs) <laughs> I fucking love that so like rewatch that scene that's like a perfect f-bomb that came from uh, it, it's, it's it's meaty it has substance just that fuck are you looking it up I am actually it uh, was like tattoo superman like, tattoo super <laughs> the, new, the new superman is Jonah Hill fuck
1: what <laughs> <laughs> um, was I going to say fucking uh, no, Rebecca's great You know what I love about the show, though? It manages to be funny without punching down, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Which is, I mean, that's nice. Uh, Oh, wait, here it is. Let's see. Superman is Jonah
0: Hill. It fucking kills me every single time. Just like
1: that that, that, that was actually pretty good. Oh god. (laughs) There's a Joe to hell. Fuck.
0: No, I like the fact that it's so like like he says it and then the scene just keeps going. Like no one addresses like his outburst. It's really good. Okay. Uh, Okay. So yeah, between that and uh that and how the fuck did you know that? Those are my favorite F bombs
1: ever. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Damn, what was I going to say about the show? Ted Lasso is such a weird show that sh- has no business of working, but it does. Yeah, it, right. it, it, it's not a formula that should work, and yet it somehow does. And it's so earnest. Like it, it took the time. It earned the fans' love, respect, attention, and I think that that's part of what helps the show has never fucked over its fans. Uh, like, it's never mistreated us or emotionally, like, it's never done something bad to us to a point where we distrust the show. So in exchange for that, we'll go with you on these longer journeys, you know? Um Nate turning to the dark side, Jamie getting redeemed. You know, there's a whole episode that only has fucking Coach Beard and him dealing with his depression. And we went along with it because you know what? We trust this show and we trust that the overall story is worth it. Um, and props to this fucking show. Like, they've earned the right to be able to take us on those long journeys because we know, I'm eh, probably going to turn out okay on the other side. Yeah. And it, like like I said, it's a show that really leaves you, like, with a good
0: feeling in your heart. Like, it, it, this is a wholesome show. And, like, it makes me feel – I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's the funniest show ever made because it's not. But it is. it is – Like, you laugh at, like, good stuff. And like it makes me want to like replay replay. I need to talk about about a specific character. Shoot. nah, nah na 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 nah. Danny Rojas Rojas Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas is like he's. I wanna adopt him. I fucking love this kid. Okay, so football is dead. Football is live. Okay. No, football is dead. <laughs> Football is death, but it's also life. <laughs> <laughs> every single line that Danny Rojas, sorry, spout spouts is like comedy gold. Like he's he's like a golden retriever turning into a human. Like he's so fucking like flawless of a character. Like he's so fucking good. And like every line that he goes, like that. There's an episode where uh, Kili is giving out like free coffee machines to 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 the to, to the players. And he picks one up and and is like, oh, remember to, to, to pick your free coffee machine, uh, uh, Danny. And he, and, he, and he goes like, oh, I don't drink coffee. My, my, my mom says I was born pre-caffeinated. <laughs> and he goes, but, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to give it to my neighbor. My neighbor also doesn't drink coffee, but her son does. And she and she really wants him to visit. So I'm going to go visit. <laughs> Like that's who? <laughs> thinks of that (laughs) and then uh uh, his whole arc with him killing the dog in the first episode and then him getting redeemed by the end ah like uh every like the 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 whole the the whole uh uh the whole funeral episode where, where, where where he's like i i can't wear dress shoes man like this is not like they're so uncomfortable like i can't i can't wear these like ah he nails every single scene that uh, he's in and he's always funny. And like, I think he really brings a lot of humanity into like the show. Every player is based on like a real life player. And he's based on Chicharito Hernandez. He's one of Mexico's like most famous players and he's playing in Europe right now. And his main thing is that he's always positive and he's always like super like optimistic. So he's just a copy paste of him. And he's super funny. One of his most famous moments was during the last World Cup. There was like a video where they were interviewing him and they were like, so Mexico has never passed beyond like the fifth game. Like they always lose the fifth game and they never win. Why do you keep going if you know you're going to lose? And he famously said, let's imagine badass things. He just says, like, "Imaginemos cosas chingonas." Let's imagine badass things. Like, it could happen. That became like an on. Un- it became like the mantra of the whole team. Like that. Of course, we lost on the fifth game again, but it was like a nice moment. There was like a video where like he was asleep in one of like the 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 buses, like going to a match, and somebody took a picture of him, and they're like, "He's asleep. He's 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 dreaming of he's dreaming of badass things." <laughs> Yeah, so like he's based on Chicharito and he's he nails it. Like he's super funny. He's so energetic. And man, if the next season just has the equal amount or more Danny Rojas, I'm going to be happy because he's one of the best side characters ever put on TV. He's so funny and I want to keep seeing him. That Christmas episode when he shows up and he's like, I brought you a traditional Mexican ponche. And if you feel and if you feel cheeky, we can add some tequila in it. Like this one already smells like tequila. That's because it's pre chicken. (laughs) Oh my god! Like (laughs) he's so good. I love him. I love that kid so much. I I want give him a solo show. Give him whatever he wants. He's fucking great. Uh,
1: I want to talk about Sam for a second. How fucking endearing. How fucking endearing is this one character? He's
0: so he's so lovable. Like really, (laughs) like. He's so like he 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 has that like boyish uh charm of like you know kind of young, kind of naive, but also really wise. And he gets a lot of chance to shine in this season. I agree. What did what did you like about him?
1: Um, so much of his aspect, his attitude, his there's this is great scene that I love where when Jamie finally comes back, um Sam never tells Ted anything. Like after Ted promises not to bring Jamie back. He does, you know, and Sam just looks at him. He's like, "You fucking asshole." And yeah. on the and on the field, you know, when they're going, you know, five v five V5 or ten v two, whatever the fuck it is, he knocks seven the shit seven. out of it. So yeah, yeah. when go when they go seven on seven, he knocks the absolute shit out of Jamie. And then he goes up to me. He says, a "Couple things that changed since you've been gone. Don't bring that don't bring that weak shit on my field." Bye. <laughs> he's going, and he's he earned that. Honestly. Yeah. But well, he takes up such a leadership role, you know. Um, he's so there's so much more to him. He's he's a nice guy, but he's also not one to take advantage to be taken advantage of. He he even takes a brave stand, you know. He he's getting a sponsorship deal. And when he finds out what this company is doing, no, fuck him. I'm gonna protest him. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's Sam's character, same thing, only develops only for the better. Yeah, you know, we, we have agree. more layers to the character.
0: I agree. He he had some of my favorite lines in the in the first season, and then also season two. But like in the first season, there's an episode where like uh, what they're trying to lift the curse from Mm -hmm. the club, and uh, he he goes to Rebecca to tell to tell her like, hey, we're gonna try to lift this curse. You should come because you know we're all part of the team but like when he goes, he, he, he asks her like, are you doing anything tonight? And she, and she goes like, Oh no, no. Like uh, I'm flattered, but no. And he, and he goes like, Oh no, no, it's not for romance. It's because I want to, it's because I want to invite you to this, to like, like the team. And then he has like this thing of like, of like, Oh, I don't really care about money. I just, I, I, I just want to create like, like something good. Like, like, did you know that J.K. Rowling has more money than the Queen? And she, she goes like, yeah, I know. It's, it's like, I like, I like to imagine that, like, somebody's rich because they created something and they gave it to the world. Like, uh, he's such a wholesome little kid. Yeah. Like, uh, he's so great. And then it's, soon too, uh, you know, some of the best scenes. Are like when he's with the whole team in the locker room, and they're like, "Oh, she's texting! She's texting! She's texting!" Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah! Like everyone is like supporting him, and then when they give him the haircut, and then he goes to the date, like, I love the
1: haircut scene.
0: The haircut scene was so was so wholesome. Like you really get to see like the whole team, they they become brothers like at this point, and uh, uh it's great. And then we need to talk about like a big turn in the season is like his relationship with Rebecca and uh man talk about taking it like a champ because when he when she's like we need to stop this because you're only get, because you're so charming and I can't like this cannot keep going and he accepted it. he just goes there's only one problem I'm only gonna get more charming <laughs> And like oh like like he, he smooth as fuck. It. he's smooth as fuck but he like accepts it you know yeah um yeah no he's he's also becoming like one of the shining stars of the show. Um,
1: did, yeah. did, there's a I think my favorite scene with him the scene that made me go fuck this guy' smooth it uh, yeah. was the scene where he Rebecca asks what's your address and he sent it to her. she opens his, her front door. He's standing right there and she says, then why'd you send me your address and he says that way when you want to come over next time and he goes right yeah. into her like you smooth motherfucker. I don't know who who touched that game, but good job. Good for him, man.
0: Yeah. Oh god. No, he's great. Um, the whole team is good. The, the new captain, I really like him. Uh, what was his name? Uh uh I forgot his name, but he's he's great too. Uh he, he's the one that gives him the haircut. Yeah. The,
1: the whole team, though, is so much more developed. Like everyone, the, the Danish guy that keep that cause like it is. Fucking! Uh, oh yeah! Oh no! Oh no! Remember, he's he's not he's not being offensive. He's being
0: Danish. Oh yeah. Which <laughs> weird. He says so many weird things. Like uh, on, on the Christmas episode, he he yeah. shows up with fried chicken and like I brought fried chicken. Oh, I said a Danish thing. No. Then <laughs> he just doesn't
1: explain yeah. it. Like he just leaves it. Yeah. But like the whole like the whole season pays off with that moment at the very end when they're like when he says. A false thing can work. Oh fuck he said it. He's Danish. he means it. We can do this guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's an endorsement. Yeah.
0: There's a <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in that in that last episode is like when they're in the half a half point and they they go into like the the office and they're talking and then Tess that's like I'm gonna shoot y'all straight. This is bleak. I mean look look out there it looks like a renaissance painting of portraying masculine melancholy and then they show the team and they're all like like in this like in a state of like perpetual sadness we're <laughs> defeated <laughs> yeah. but like I fucking love it looks like a renaissance painting of portraying masculine melancholy <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Man, this this show does not miss <laughs> Man, this is your, so l- let's fast forward a little bit. Let's talk about our expectations for season three, if that's okay. Um, yeah. So the final episode does a couple things I didn't initially agree with, but I'm like, okay, that's fine. They're, they have to set up, and there's no other way for them to do it. Sam gets his own restaurant. He's going to be opening his yeah. own restaurant. Nate is going to be coaching some bad guys, and one of the thing, arguably the most interesting thing for me, Keely Roy and killed. Roy. Are having some issues with work and business and yeah. like sorting their shit out. Yeah. Um. So what do you think? I think if Roy and Kill, Ke- Let, let's go. Let's go uh, front
0: to back. Uh, I think if Roy and Killia can still be mature and communicative as they have been since they started dating, they have no issue uh, keeping going. However, because the show is so does work in and working against a type and against expectations. I think they might be broken up by the, by the start of the third season. I don't want it to happen, but it could happen. However, we could find ourselves in like an incredible two situation where like, she's out there getting the bread. He's retired. He's home. He's probably taking care of the kids. So, which is not a bad idea. And it could be fun to see like, you know, uh, angry English dad, Roy, can't so <laughs> it could be fun it could lead to like more 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 humor which is always great nate uh nate, is, nate has done his complete heel turn he's not coming back uh i don't think he's gonna be redeemed i think he needs to be defeated and i want to see it uh and yeah, and Sam opening his own restaurant. I mean, this is th- that's a normal thing with like uh, soccer players. I mean, they they need to keep reinvesting their money because they're not gonna play forever. So I think it's good that they kind of put a cap on his whole thing of like, you know, I'm Nigerian by heart and I, I was born there and I miss it there, but I have but I have chosen to stay here. So I'm gonna try to make a little bit of me here. I think that's good. I think it was kind of weird that they showed it like as an after credit scene, like that's gonna affect the story because like he's not leaving the team or anything, so I don't know, I'm excited to see where this goes, I'm excited to see what's going to be of uh, of Ted and Beard and, and everyone else, I'm excited to see what characters, when new characters pop in because new characters are always a good idea, I want to see more of Sassy I really like Sassy and uh, but I don't know what's going to happen uh, 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 my friend that I that I watched the show, uh, that, that she watched the show too, She she was like, I think I Think Ted and Rebecca are gonna end up together and I, I don't see it. I see them I kind not. of like a I hope not. I, I agree. See, I see them kind of like like Leslie Nope and Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Like they're gonna have that work relationship and they're gonna be really good friends and they're gonna definitely like be there for each other. But I, I don't think it's gonna to lead to like a romantic relationship. They kind of teased it that maybe he's the one that she was texting with on that episode, but uh nah. I think if 10 ends up with someone, it's gonna be with Sassy. So I-
1: yeah. I think him, him and Sassy would be perfect. I don't see Rebecca crossing that line since Sassy already kind of dove in. Yeah. I love, oh my God, I forgot to mention this. Another scene that broke me was when uh, Ted was like, Is she mine? Like joking about the 13 year old. And she says, No, because she's 13. And if I'm not mistaken, you finished on my. Uh, 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 <laughs> <you> finish, <laughs> finish the sentence, Ted. Finish the
0: sentence, Ted. No, and, and and she 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 goes like, Ted, we we had sex six months ago, <laughs> and she's thirteen, and if I'm not mistaken, you finish. I'm like, ah, and then and then he leaves, and then and then Rebecca's like, was he always like? He's like, yes, the whole time. So eager to please, it was fabulous. <laughs> the,
1: I he's do hope he's on
0: sassy. Uh, they, they 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 make a good match, and I I also mm-hmm. like that every time they see each other, they're they're happy to see each other. Like <laughs> they have a they have good chemistry. Yeah,
1: they have rapport.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, she's great, and I, I think that they, they really bring out the, the best in each other. I
1: agree. Um, final thoughts on Ted Lasso season two? I don't want to. I, I don't want to have final thoughts. I want
0: to keep. I I, I want to keep. I'm kind of sad because, uh, so um, the main two actors from Scrubs, they have a podcast where they're reviewing every episode of, of Scrubs again. They're like rewatching watching it and talking about it. And in one episode, Bill Lawrence, the, co- the creator of, the sh- of Scrubs, was in the podcast and they started to talk about Ted Lasso. And he said, well, from the very start, Ted Lasso was always only meant to be three seasons. So after the three seasons, like it's over. And like for, like right from the get-go, that was the plan. If we get to tell the story that we, that we crafted from the start in three seasons, then we told the story well. But if something else happens and we get to continue, great. But so far, the plan is only three seasons. And also because they said uh, Jason, Jason is main star, main actor, main everything, he's not going to be available after that time. I don't know what, what else he's committing to, I kind of think it's going to be like something that if it's going to be something that like, it's going to have him on hold for like a long time, either he has another show like, like planned or he's been casting a Marvel movie and we don't know yet because, and that's going to like take all his time because I don't know. I don't know what can really take like his whole time after that. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe he wants to retire. I, I don't think so. He's still young. Like he's still, he's still kicking. Um,
1: when, when, when did that podcast episode air? Like a year ago, I think. Oh, man, that was pre-Emmys. Okay. No, no, no.
0: No, no wait. No, no, it was this year. It was this year. Well, I assume it was pre-Emmys.
1: I mean, the Emmys just passed, so yeah. So, okay, yeah. So 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 Apple's going to offer Jason Suzukas that Apple money. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get more than three seasons. If we only get those three perfect seasons, fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the, the creators of Breaking Bad, when they first made it, just straight up uh, said that the whole show was only supposed to be five seasons because they had it mapped out from beginning to end. They knew where they were going at the beginning and the end of each season. They knew they were only gonna do five. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you know, the breaking bad is not everyone's you know, cup of tea, but most the, the consensus is it's an amazing show, right? Mm-hmm. Um I can only assume that like when shit like that happens and they have a perfect plan, it typically comes out well, especially if the creators know where they want to go from point A to point B to point C. So in Ted Lasso's case, if God forbid they do only do three seasons, I trust that all three seasons are going to be golden and I cannot wait to finish the journey. Part of the, you know, part of the
0: journey. journey,
1: Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, part of the journey is the end.
0: Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. You've seen Scrubs, right? Uh,
1: yeah. some of it. I know okay. the best episode is the one where uh, there's that really sad song that plays, uh, the world or something like that, or the Book of Love.
0: I mean, that's that's a good episode. Um, so I've seen Scrubs like backwards and forwards. i seen it's my it's my it's my comfy show. Okay. The thing is, Scrubs has a final season, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Because the show was supposed to end in ce- in in the last season, like everything wrapped up, but then NBC was like, oh, "No, we need we need another season, we need another season." So they made another season where everyone's retired, but there's new kids, so there's a new cast, and there's a couple of the characters that show up, and it's not good. It's really not funny. One of those main kids, Dave Franco, that was his that, that was that was his start. And the thing is, is that if the creator of Scrubs who had nothing to do with that last season says we plan three seasons and we plan to stick to it, stick to it because I don't want a fourth season. That's bad.
1: Well, I don't think Apple will try to force it without the creator that, or I can assume maybe the creator has like control of the, of the they intellectual did. property. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, it, it might be that like if he has to, okay. Cause I assume at that point he probably has the levers to say, Hey, you're not doing another season unless I give my approval. If yeah. that's the case, I would trust him to take us on that journey. Or I would trust him to pull the trigger, you know, before we get too big. You know, he, he yeah. has to be the, the devil on your shoulder and call you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea how the show could end,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. And I will be the first to be sitting there to watch the premiere of season three because I cannot wait. I know how is it so, going to end. How is it going to end? ted is going to go back to Kansas.
1: No. Well, I mean, possibly, but they're going to have to win the trophy.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, I, like I need he to win. he it out like in the first uh, in the first season finale. You know, yeah. I guess we're gonna have to get our relegation and then win the whole thing.
0: Win the whole fucking thing. Yeah. There you go. Also, also a small detail, but I really like how both seasons ended with like a little wink to the audience about the next season. Like the first season ends with like Rebecca telling Ted like, "No, we have a lot of work to do next season," and then uh, in this in this season at the end, in the second season at the end, Trent Crimp the Independent to. Tells Ted, like, hey, good luck next season. Like, I like how both seasons like yeah. did that. Um fuck, what else am I missing?
1: Oh, Trent Krim, I he instantaneously earned a lot of respect from me when he told him, Hey, as a journalist, I had to write that story. Yeah. As you as someone who respects you, my source was Nate.
0: Yeah, which and he got you know, fired
1: for not revealing his source, remember?
0: Yeah, that that's that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you know anything about journalism, is you don't reveal your sources because like that can cause a lot of trouble. So yeah, well, the fact it, that they followed up it,
1: yeah. reputation's everything,
0: yeah, yeah. And oh god, like I really like his character. I, I really like the scenes that, that, that he has, and he has beautiful hair. Like, goddamn, that man has a beautiful head of hair for his age, and uh <laughs> What was that scene? I the scene like season one, where like he's following them, to so cause like he's, he's writing a, like a piece on them, and uh, I like how they have they have that scene where like Ted gave everyone a novel to like w- to like work on themselves. Like he gave Ted he gave Roy a, a Wrinkle in Time, yeah, and he goes like, "What the fuck is a Wrinkle in Time?" And then Te- and then Trent Crim, the independent, is like, "Oh, it's a lovely novel. It's about a, a little girl, you know, finding leadership as she wanders through space." And, and Roy's like, am I supposed to be a little girl? And then Ted's
1: like, I'd like you to be. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he's reading the book to his niece, and he's like, fuck!
0: <laughs> like, that's a bad word, Uncle Roy. Like, fuck off, Phoebe. Oh, fuck off, Phoebe. <laughs> oh, fuck off,
1: baby.
0: And he just leaves and he's like, be good. <laughs> <laughs> be better than me. Like, be good. Man. Really good show. Really good fucking show.
1: If really. you, folks, if you have not seen Ted Lasso seasons one or two, shut up and go watch him and feel better about yourself.
0: It really is like the, it, it makes you want to be a better person.
1: Look, look. Believe. Yeah. Yes. It yes. Believe. It
0: so yeah.
1: Yeah. Ted Lasso is everything that people tell you friends is. <laughs> ah, I think they're,
0: I think they, they don't need to be compared. But yeah. It's funny and it makes you happy.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I'm I'm more willing to watch more Ted Lasso now that I am to rewatch Friends for like Ted Lasso. Uh, I, I don't know because also here's the thing: I don't care about soccer, mm-hmm. but I fucking love this show, and this show made me made me understand and love uh I love more about it. So I really like it. Uh, I can't wait, can't wait for season three. They haven't said when it's releasing, but season two came out in November, so I'm I'm kind of shooting for like maybe November, December, or like early
1: next year. And well, it's gonna start shooting in February. Oh, fuck! Oh, yeah. I need it now. We're not gonna, we're not gonna see it until around uh, probably the summertime.
0: Oh, I need it now! I want more Ted. I want more Nate. I want more Beard. I want more Killy. Fuck! I want everyone. This is the—they're my gang. Okay, they're my friends now. So they're the squad. They're, they're the squad's great. Fucking show! I need to get that jersey. How do we get those jerseys?
1: Oh, you can order them online.
0: Yeah, but I
1: Richmond's <sighs> actually like a real team, by the way.
0: I mean Richmond's a real place, but I don't think it's a real team.
1: No, I looked it up. It is actually a real team.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna get upset if you're right.
1: It, it's like it's like if they did a show based on the Dallas Cowboys. It, it it's a real team, actually.
0: It doesn't it says it's not a real team. <laughs> what I looked it up, I saw their jerseys and everything. Uh, yeah, they, they, they sell them to promote the show, but they're, they're not a real team. Are you 100% sure of that? I am, I am willing to put my, my reputation on the line.
1: Ted Lasso, uh, soccer team. Let me see.
0: AFC Richmond.
1: AFC Richmond. Soccer. No. Oh, damn it. You're right. It is fictional. Fuck that website. Ah. It's just like a really good website to sell. Uh, Damn it. Because look, tell me it doesn't look real. Look, tell me this does not look legit. Look at that. No, no, no. It
0: it does look legit. That's the Apple money working to like promote the show.
1: Son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Apple fucking got me. Yeah. Dude, they have matches. They have tickets. Look, look at that. Look at that. That, that's a headline, and you can clearly see Ted, Beard, and Neat.
0: <laughs> Which, the by fuck? the way, no. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry to break your heart, but no one, not even my mother, would watch a show about the Dallas Cowboys. I...
1: <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> Is that a reference to something? No, I'm. I'm I just oh. want you to know, I hate you.
0: No, you don't hate me. And uh and I say this also because I've been I've been baptized as a Cowboys fan. And even I will tell you that no, not watch a a uh yeah.
1: Nope. I, I will watch all the Dallas Cowboys I can get. It it it
0: it it'd it, it be like that sometimes. Um yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I I'm so ashamed that we're gonna go from such a great show to such a piece of shit movie right now. That's my final thoughts. Heads up, it's coming. Ugh. Thanks for joining us. If you like thanks to hear more, thanks for joining about... us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, if you'd like to hear more about Thoughtful Movies, uh, you can listen to us via podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts from, we're also on YouTube. We do a lot of uh, reviews there, and I do a lot of video reviews. Yeah, uh,
0: you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. We're available whenever you can get your stream on and oh i can't believe i said that uh yeah whatever you
1: can stream podcast you can listen to us my name is Chema. oh also we have a really badass instagram i'm just you know saying uh i've been eddie and this was the
0: rollback. rollback signing off with a reminder that tea is just hot brown garbage water because it is my head they're not drinking it right just put a little bit of blend on it and like it, it'll be fine like
1: that's not how the English drink tea, though.
0: Well, I'm I'm the farthest away I can from there, so they're not gonna get offended. At least they use a real kettle, unlike you Americans that like make their tea in the microwave. That's that is that is pretty weird.
1: Hey, I'm just saying we actually do have some fans that listen to us in Europe, so I mean maybe don't get offended. Why? I'm I'm rooting for them. Here, if any of our British fans are listening to this, we we not everyone here at the road Bank agrees with Chema and his views of the brown pool water that is tea.
0: What the fuck do I know? I I, I drink Mike's Hard Lemonade for, like, fun. This is going too long.
1: I don't know where I'm going with this.